What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology. I'm back. It's Trusting Jesus Ministries, man. Hey, I appreciate you guys for listening. And uh, if you like listening and you continue to listen, man, go ahead. If you're listening on the podcast channels, um, then leave me a review, man. Give me a couple stars, five stars or, or however many stars it is on there. If you're watching on YouTube, man, uh, give me a, a like thumbs up and subscribe if you get a chance to man and check out our website we've got a lot of uh, of uh, material that you can uh help help you grow in christ and and uh, uh trusting in jesus more we've got a lot of things and if you'd like to donate if you feel uh that that this is a worthy enough cause to be able to donate then go ahead and go to the supporters page and you can check out um uh, ways to donate either if it's uh one time or a reoccurring donation, man. We'd appreciate it. We'd love it, man. But um, thank you, man. Thank you, guys. We are on uh, Genesis chapter 21, 22 through 34. We are on Abimelech and uh, Abraham again. So we got another episode with Abimelech, man. And I said earlier, I alluded to earlier that Abimelech decides to side on Abraham because he's recognizing something. And we're about to see that here now. But if you haven't read it yet, go ahead and stop the tape. Check it out. See what it has to say. And if you have, then let's go ahead and dive in and answer these four questions. So what is the scripture saying? What is the author saying right now? What is he conveying to us? Well, he's telling the story. The story is Abimelech. And Abimelech comes and he... Um, he comes, him and his chief officer go and they talk to Abraham. And he's like, man, I know God is with you in everything that you do. Ain't that something, man, to, 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 if you, if we walked this earth, if we, uh, the people that we spoke with and talked with, people just said, man, I recognize that you're a man or a woman of God, that, that man, God is with you in all that you do, it seems like, man. And that's something that's happening with Abimelech. He is seeing Abraham and he's got like kind of like a aura around him or something man because of what is going on um in the life of Abraham and so he wants to side himself with him and so he tells him he says hey uh swear to me that you won't do falsely and we see earlier also that at the same time where we see that he is uh got seems to have some kind of um siding with God that he is on the on the the side of God, a partner with God, and somehow in some form or some fashion, we also see that Abraham still ain't the best dude. You know what I mean? And he uh, has dealt falsely with him before, and that's the incident where we saw where he um, kind of told this half truth about Sarah, uh, his wife, saying that she was his sister. And so he wants to be on the side. He's already partnered with him in a way by giving him the land that he's on and everything like that. And so he says, man, do me this. He says, swear to me that you won't deal with me falsely. Like you don't you won't do anything treacherous to me. He's like, uh, because I've shown this hesed to you. He's like, and and that was the alluding to earlier where we saw that uh, uh, Abimelech gave him land and he gave him uh, uh, animals and servants and and I uh, did the thing for Sarah as well to to show of her um, uh, righteousness and purity. So he's like, in the same way I did this to you, because he didn't had to do it. He didn't had to do it, but he did because he's a king, right? He can do what he want to do. Now there were gonna be consequences to it, because 
that's the reason why he's asking for him to swear right now. But uh, he did it. And so he says, because of this hesed I showed you, man, this love or this uh, uh, kindness or this mercy or this um, oftentimes hesed means uh, like a covenantal obligation uh, or a, um, a way in which someone um, lives by the standard and the rules by which the covenant and parameters were set. So it's just saying doing what you're gonna, you said you're going to do, doing what you said you're going to do. But it comes from an emotional heart. It's, it's a loving it's a loving thing, too. So he's like, because I've done this to you, do this to me in the same way. Do this with me. And then Abraham says, I swear, I swear. That's that remind me of that song. You know, I don't know if you listen to the country one or if you listen to the, uh, the R&B group one. But uh, that's what. Abraham said, as he swore, matter of fact, in the Hebrew, it's a um, it's like an absolute. He's like, I solemnly swear or I surely swear. So he says, I will do this. This is something because of this love that you've shown to me. Definitely. I'm going to do this, man. This is something that I want to partake in. But after he did that, Abraham had a little reproof he wanted to give to uh, Abimelech. He said that somebody snatched a, a whale up from him. And then uh, Abimelech's like, uh, I ain't heard nothing about it, man. He's like, and you didn't tell me about it. And uh, he's like, I don't know or haven't seen anything about this going on. And so Abimelech's like, I didn't know. If you would have told me, I'd have dealt with it, but you didn't say anything. And so after that, uh, based on those interactions before, Abraham uh, got some cattle, got some uh, uh, sheep. And then they began to make a covenant with each other. And then after um, this, he also got uh, seven lambs or seven little baby, seven little baby sheep. And those baby sheep, he set off to the side and and uh, Abimelech was confused. He's like, what's, what's up with the sheep, bro? Like, why you got these sheep over here? And so Abraham explained to him, he says that these sheep are going to be for me to give to you so that you would be a witness that I dug this well. And so uh, they're making this covenant, but one of the conditions of this covenant, it seems to be like, is that this whale has been entrusted to Abraham. And so already the parameters of the covenant are being tested. First off, the trustworthiness of Abraham, because prior, previously we saw his treachery in dealing with Abimelech and his wife. But now he's saying, if we're truly going to make this covenant, you got to trust me. I said, I, I dug this well. And so um, I dug it. And so he says, I do. I believe it, man. And it's also a way in which Abraham is now obligating himself to Abimelech as well with the gifts that he's given, but also as being a person speaking truth, that he's doing what Abimelech asked him in the first place, that he is not dealing falsely with him, but being truthful in what he does. And so after they did that, they made the covenant. And then it says Abimelech went back to his house in, the, uh, in, in Philistine. And it says that Abraham dwelled in the land of the Philistines for a long time. He said he planted a tree as well. And this tree, when he planted, he says he called upon the name of the Lord, the God of eternity, the eternal God, the everlasting God. Man. So what do we got here, man? Um, what is this speaking about 
the character of God. Who is God? What is the author conveying about him? Well, he's a present God, man. God is there. Because it, it was like Abimelech knew there was something about Abraham. He knew that there was uh, uh, something about Abraham that that he had to be a part of. It's because God was present. God was with him. And then second, man, God is everlasting. So God trusted Abraham in a way. And that's why I think the, uh, the author calls him everlasting God here is because God was trusting that these generations that were to come, that his people would deal with uh, uh, deal uh, justly with him. It's, it's because God is not only his God, not only the God of Abraham, but he is the God of Isaac. And we'll hear this phrase over and over as we continue to read the God of Isaac, Jacob, or the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's because he's everlasting for the, the, uh, the, dur the, uh, uh, the uh, completeness of the family of Abraham. That's why we can say now that we are children of Abraham by faith, because God is still the same God who promised these things to Abraham. He is promising these things to us. He is our God. He is with us. He is present with us. So what does it say about man? Well, it says that um, man don't always act appropriately. So we have seen and surveyed the life of God. We've seen him being faithful. Earlier we saw he was faithful to, to dismiss the child and the slave even though he didn't want to do it because God had, said, had, had told him to do it. And so he was obedient and faithful and trusting in God. We've seen him do things like that to be able to give up your child. One in which it was it took you uh, 75 or something like that years to even have. And he gives him up. Difficult things that Abraham has been proving himself uh, um, a faithful follower of God. We've seen him um, where he just got up and left the land of his family. Another difficult thing, when your life is surrounded by your family, you do what your father does. Your father did what his father did. His father did what his father did. And you dwell together in this community in a place where community was the utmost. We saw this. We saw him being a faithful follower of God. And we saw him grow in those parameters, trusting in God, that when God said, hey, look at the sky, see all of the stars and know that I'm going to give you this many descendants. He believed him. He trusted God. He entrusted himself to God. But then we've also seen him do some some crazy stuff. Those two incidents where he gave up his uh, um, he gave up uh, his wife by means of saying that that she wasn't his wife. We saw him fall and laughing uh, in a way at, at God saying that he, he, it would come, that this child would come. And so we're fine. And then obviously the big one that, that just got him having to do things he didn't want to uh, do is that he um, slept with his slave to have the child Ishmael. So we've seen that, that man didn't act appropriately, even in the greatest actions that he did, uh, he did. He has done as Abraham. He has fallen short as a man and we all fall short.
And then we also should seek to be on the side of God. Abimelech saw the power of God in the life of Abraham. We should be doing that same thing. We should be seeking to be on the one who has all power. And also, we don't deserve the kindness that we receive sometimes, man. Because just how I explain those things about Abraham, it's like God still is keeping to his promise. How can we apply these truths to our lives? Well, I think it shows us that, man, hey, it's okay. It's okay. We fall, man. There's times that we're going to mess up and and, and uh, have some troubles. But it's okay. It's okay. Because God is still going to be with us. And we just got to rise and walk with him. Live out the calling that he's called us to do in our lives. And when we fall in it and we fail, get back up and do it again. I also think uh, we should remember in this thing, I think the application is that, man, we should remember that God is with us. Just remember that. Just sit and contemplate on how God is with us, that, that God is a part of our lives. He says that we will be his God and he will be our people. And that's a promise that he will never turn away. Hey, I appreciate you guys. And I thank you for listening. And I'll see you in the next episode.